This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Daily Mix Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play Beat Mix. Beat Mix. Don't be a loser. Uh-oh, your microphone's not working. Hello? Oh, Sarah, the microphone. Sarah has a busted microphone. <laughs> Finally, they they fixed it. Are people us. trying to shut me up? Well, kind of, yes. <laughs> That's what George tries to, tries to do every night. But who's ready to beat Migs? Uh, I know Adam from Shelton is. Adam, are you there? Yes, good morning, everyone. Good morning. morning. Sarah, I mean, I'm Sarah, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. <laughs> okay, Steve. Oh my gosh, this is all messed up. I know, right? What day is it, Taryn? I don't know. For those playing at home, Adam has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you will only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What beverage company is releasing a hot wing sauce hard seltzer in honor of the Super Bowl? Um, White Claw. No. Um, Budweiser. No. Uh, Miller. No. Which former Beatle had a number one hit with Stevie with Stevie Wonder in 1982? John Lennon. No. Uh, Paul McCartney. Correct. What recently released movie is about the Von Erich brothers? Um. Uh, Oppenheimer. No. Pass. What is the name of the largest reef system in the world? Again. What is the name of the largest reef system in the world? Uh, pass. In which part of the body would you find the tarsal bones? Uh, the throat. No. Uh, the mouth, the head. No, no. What was the first reality show to air on MTV? Uh, Big Brother. No. Um, pass. Nintendo released the very first Game Boy in what decade? The 80s. Yes. Okay, and with that, Adam, you got two correct. Wow. We are just all <laughs> off our game today. I mean, it's, it definitely feels like an off day today. It sure does. I like that he said the tarsal bones were in the throat. But, well, he, I mean, it was a, are there it was a good guess. No, are actually, there, it wasn't a very good guess. Yeah, I know, I know the answer. Do you? I, well, I'm going to tell you later if Steve wow. gets it wrong. Steve, are you ready? Uh, 
Yes. What beverage company is releasing a hot wing sauce hard seltzer in honor of the Super Bowl? I'm going to go with Truly. Yes. Wow. Which former Beatle had a number one hit with Stevie Wonder in 1982? Oh, um, Paul McCartney. Correct. What recently released movie is about the Von Erich brothers? Oh, awesome movie. Uh, the Iron Claw. Correct. What is the name of the largest reef system in the world? The Great Barrier Reef? Yes. In which part of the body would you find the tarsal bones? The, uh, the pelvis. No. <laughs> um, the chest. No. The legs. No. The butt. What was the first no reality show to air on MTV? The Real World. Correct. Nintendo released the very first Game Boy in what decade? 80s. Correct. Circle of Life is a song from what Disney film? Moana. No. Um, Sleeping Beauty. No. The Lion King. Yes. Oh. Which city is known as the Eternal City? Which city? I'm going to go with Paradise City. No. <laughs> Tuckwilla? No. Squim. No. It doesn't matter, though, because, Steve, you got seven correct, which is a win, seven to two. So sorry, Adam. Oh, no worries. It's sad. You know, I only get two when you're the poo. So, <laughs> have a great day, everyone. You too, Adam. Thanks. Thanks. That might be the greatest uh, sign-off I've ever heard. <laughs> I love that you knew that truly was released in the hot wing sauce hard seltzer. Was that an educated guess, or did you know that story? I, I don't know if it was educated or just lucky. I just... I was thinking of which hard seltzer do I know that I, I actually enjoy, and it's a Truly's. Yeah, I feel like you should have guessed Truly or White Claw. White Claw. Like then, those are very popular. Then maybe San Juan seltzer yep. after that. Then after that, I don't know what I I like say. the Kirkland brand from Costco. They have a Kirkland... Uh, <laughs> of course. Yes. Are you kidding me? They have Kirkland hard seltzer? They're, the grapefruit is my fave. All right. Uh, Taryn, in which part of the body would you find the tarsal bones? Is it the feet? It is. Uh, you know what? I was one of the founding members of the Stanwood High School Sports Medicine Club, so I know a lot about the body. <laughs> Wow. How's that club going these days? Is it still around? or did they, vibrant. Did they shut vibrant. It, did they shut it down when the one nerd that was a part of it left? Yeah, so if any of us get injured, you can help I can us take out. your ankle. Yeah, I can I can wrap you up with an ace bandage. No offense, but I would not trust you doing that to <laughs> Wait, any of us. Her two examples well, are things any of us can do really? to ourselves. Tape our ankle and use the ace bandage. Could you put some ice on us too? Yeah. I could ice you. Could I'll you ice me, you down. Could you give me ibuprofen as well <laughs> and a cup of water? Yes. You guys are so lucky to have someone trained. So trained. In first aid here. Stanwood education system did not fail you. And which city is known as the Eternal City? Vatican. Vatican? It's Rome. It's so funny that that's... You guys both said that. Both wrong, but you still won, Steve. Congratulations. Nice work, Steve. Proud of you, man. Well, the Grammys are happening this weekend, and there are some well-known rock bands that you might be surprised to hear have never won a Grammy. Who are they? We're going to tell you after the Smashing Pumpkins. The Daily Make Show. This Sunday, you can tune into the Grammys, Rockaholics. The website mentalfloss.com has put together a list of popular artists that have never won a Grammy. Ha, are you into watching the Grammys? No. No? I used Not to watch really. I used to watch all the award shows, and then eventually Slowly but surely, a lot of the artists that I even care about are just not there at all. There's almost no rock representation. With, I don't even care about the awards. I just like the performances. For and sure. More often than not, it's just 
artists that I don't care about, and I just wait till the next day on YouTube. And, and if it's someone that I cared about, I'm like, okay, I'll just watch it that way. That's a good call. Yeah. Just wait till the next day. Because my wife Trim and I used facts. to, we used to DVR it and then fast forward through all the, the award stuff. Because I don't care about your speech. I don't care who helped you make this record. None, none of that matters to me. I just want to see the live performances. And we would just fast forward, but then we realized we're fast forwarding through 90. Five percent yeah. of this show—it's just a waste of our time. Well, and now it seems like the rock community has just been kind of left out. I hope you know, that they, I hope that'll turn around at some point. That would be really great. We all need to step up and start, you know, talking about it more. What do I we guess. do? Like pick it know. outside of the Grammys yes. office? Show the rock categories because they just don't televise that part. But here are some of the highlights of some bands and artists that you may be shocked to learn are not in the have never won a Grammy before. Wow. I just assume Guns N' Roses have at some point dominated at the Grammys. For sure. Maybe not with Appetite for Destruction, even though I think that's a perfect record from beginning to end. I understand maybe that one was under the radar because it took a while. That was like a slow build before that record even became popular. But I would have thought like Use Your Illusion would have won something. Yeah. What longest, about- most epic songs. I don't know. <laughs> not the spaghetti incident, though. Oh, hell no. Or, or Chinese <laughs> Democracy. All right. What about this one? So turn off the lights and close the doors, but for what? We don't love them now. Snoop Dogg, baby. Mm. Did you just go, mm. Mm. Smoking and Yeah, that's a great song. That one also seems rather surprising that his first couple, I understand like he's put out a lot of records that maybe aren't very Grammy worthy over the years, but his first couple in the collaborations that he's done, I would have, even thought that maybe he would have won a Grammy with somebody because of the collaboration. For sure. He's such a household name and he's loved by everyone. So this is a travesty. And next. (laughs) Yeah, these guys deserve nothing. Well, they didn't get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame until like 40 years after their eligibility or something like that. Speaking of Rush... You need to see Iron Claw just because of the presence of the music of Rush in it. Really? There's a great scene that involves this song. This is the first I've heard of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Iron Claw is about the Von Erich family, and they have, it, the soundtrack's awesome, but they use Rush's music in it. Are they a Canadian family? Yes. Okay. Well, no, 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 Texas. no, no, no. I'm sorry. I thought you were asking if Rush was a Canadian <laughs> yes. band. I'm like, yeah. Don't you know anything about them? Have you ever? Have you also seen the great documentary "I Love You, Man," where <laughs> they are featured quite uh, mostly in it? You know what I was so excited about when that movie came out was that it brought forth like a whole new generation of Rush fans, and I was like, welcome to the party. You can be in this club. We need more people like you. Side note: If you've never seen the Funnier Die follow up of of the that movie and Rush, it. It's amazing. Another artist who has never won a Grammy. I mean, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. Nobody in the recording industry seems to want to even give a nod to Kiss at all. Yeah, you don't really want to like tell them that they're brilliant because it would go straight to Gene Simmons' head. Well, and also like in earlier days, they just thought of them as like this novelty. They had a shtick. But they really weren't like good songs. I mean, us Kiss fans would say differently, but I can understand why they have never won a Grammy. If there was ever like a Grammy Award for best live performance or most most em- fire, most empty promises about calling it quits, then they would be dominating. Okay, this one drops my jaw a little bit. I see a little silhouette of a man's got a moose, got a moose. Will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very very frightening me. I feel like though a lot of like Queen's appeal 
happened after the records came out, like several years later. Because I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking just from my own personal thing, so therefore it's fact. Of course, uh, yes. <laughs> um, but I remember it was Wayne's World that made me first even know what the hell this song was. Like up until then, I was never really a big Queen fan. I knew We Will Rock You and We Are the Champions, and that was it. And I remember watching Wayne's World. And they had that scene in the car where they're listening to Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm like, what the F is this? And that made me go back to check out that music. And now you're the biggest Queen fan. That part's not true. (laughs) All right, what about this band? I don't like this because they inspired the San Francisco 49ers to come from behind and beat the Detroit Lions. So Journey's on my crap list. But as far as like... Bands that write hits, the Journey might be one of the greatest, but it kind of shocks me that there's no Grammy Award in there. What other hits do they have? The Wheel in the Sky. Faithfully, the Wheel in the Sky keeps on turning. Round and round. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I know that oh. one. What other, what's another hit from them? Now, now, well, now, of course, I'm blanking. But if you go see the Journey tribute band, Infinity Project, it's Shut- like. Two hours of just hits, and you're like, I know all the words to these songs. Shout out to Jesse Smith. I've seen yeah. them perform, and they're great. But I'll be honest, I just was like, these are good songs. But I never even heard them before because oh I've never been a big Journey fan. Well, what about Separate Ways? What the hell does that sound like? Then uh, <laughs> <laughs> we go and went our separate ways. No, no? Sarah. No, Sarah. No. no, she doesn't know it either. Oh my god, two, two, two. <laughs> I do actually know that. That is sad that I do, but it's, I know exactly the what music, you're Watch about the now. music video because it's hysterical. It's brilliant. Uh, this last one, Sarah, you might be a little brokenhearted about this one. I'm a sucker for you. Who the hell is this? Joe Bros. Oh, is your microphone still not working? Oh, no. You know we have another microphone that you can use. <laughs> But they've been around forever. Actually, I'm surprised that they haven't won a Grammy. Yeah. I mean, you can't be like, oh, well, I don't like this stuff. There's a lot of crap that wins Grammys. They should e- easily be one of those crap bands that won a Grammy. I mean, especially just because they are such a dominant force in pop culture, you know? I'm shocked. Uh, some other notable ones, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, The Beach Boys, Diana Ross, and Tupac have all never won a Grammy. All right, the first two, whatever, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. But I am actually very surprised that the Beach Boys haven't won something at some point. Diana Ross, I mean, she's a legend. And then Tupac, also, I mean, great, he had a very short discography because he's no longer with us. But I would have thought that one of his earlier records would have won something. Well, just so you know, NSYNC is reportedly back in the studio, so there could be a Grammy in their future. Oh, we could only You never dream. know. You, could, you never know. Well, we ran through all those artists. One of them just shared a great story about how he fainted when he met a very popular actress because he was that starstruck. You're going to hear who did this at 717. The Daily Mix Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rockaholics, we want to know, when were you starstruck and what happened? 206-803-ROCK. There was a recent interview where Snoop Dogg told a story about the time he met Pam Greer. Do you know Pam Greer? Yes. She was in, um, what is the Quentin Tarantino Jackie movie? Brown. Jackie Brown. That, that, might, that might be like my favorite. My, that is a really good one. And Jinx. That's, <laughs> but that's also what I know her from best. Uh, but she was also in Foxy Brown. Right. And Snoop Dogg was like kind of obsessed with her. She was one of his heroes. And then he met her and kind of came off the rails a little bit, which is understandable. <laughs> So this is back when he was acting. I think he was in the. the he was going to be on a show called Bones. Do you remember? I, I do that, remember that Bones. TV show Bones. I think back in two thousand one. Yes, was that the one with like what was that guy's name? Bory Bory David Borealis, something like that. Aurora Borealis. No, I don't know. David Borealis, something like that. Anyway, David that's how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> but are, yes, that show. We are Snoop, your pronunciation leaders. Snoop was set to star with Pam Greer uh, in 2001 on one of those episodes. And here is Snoop talking about what happened. Oh, we was doing a movie, Bones, right? And this one, this is young Snoop. I'm young at the time, right? I'm sitting down and Pam Greer walk up and just sit right next to me and start talking What'd to me. What you do? Yeah, my heart beat fast. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I, I hear what you're saying, Pam. Give me a minute. I go to the bathroom and faint. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I thought that he was just kind of being a little exaggeration guy, but apparently in this next clip, he talks about how somebody from his crew had to pull him back up and be like, Snoop, what's wrong with you? I fainted. I'm laying on the ground. My security come in. They're like, get off this nasty floor, man. What are you doing? I'm like, I looked up. I said, I just met Pam Grimm. <laughs> and they pulled me off the floor, wiped me down, and I sat next to her. And I didn't even look at her. And I'm just like, I can't believe I'm sitting next to her. <laughs> She, she gave me information on how to be a better actor, a better person, and how to receive people like this who you're infatuated with. Yeah. So I thanked her for that, and I believe I became a better actor after that. So, Pam, I love you for that, and I appreciate you. Also, couldn't you just listen to Snoop tell a story all day long? Oh, he's the best storyteller. Great delivery. And I do love how he said, oh, she gave me some acting tips and also how to receive celebrities better. I think she probably was like, look, in the future, if you meet someone that you like... Don't go to the bathroom and pass out. Like, get, get it together, Steve. Come on. Have you had a moment where you were so star- starstruck that you, maybe not fainted, but had a had a small freak out? Uh, internally, yes. There's been a few. We've been lucky because of what we do for a living that there's opportunities for you to meet certain celebrities. And I think of one, and I thought it was going to be cool until the moment he walked through the door. And it was the man, the myth, the legend. He's not that great of a person as we've learned over the years, but at the time I did not know that. The Hulkster. The Incredible Hulk, Hulk Hogan. No. And he was coming in to promote a book. 
And he walks in. And it, what made it... Okay, so I was already kind of starstruck when he walked in. Because, you know, obviously growing up, uh, Hulkamania, I said my prayers. I ate my vitamins. I did everything that the Hulkster said. I trained. I don't know what I was training, but I was watching a lot of him perform. And he walks in and it's just larger than life. He's still got the skullet. He's still got the mustache. He's still got the... I mean, he looks just like a baked turkey because of how... Oh. How leathery his skin is. You're just like, this is Hulk Hogan. He's a big guy. And then walking right behind him was the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, who was a manager back in those days, but he was like his legitimate manager handler behind the scenes. And Jimmy walks in, and you know, growing up being a kid of the 80s, watching all that stuff, then it was just like a double whammy because I knew Hulk Hogan was coming in. Did not know Jimmy Hart was coming in. I was just like, ba dee, ba dee, ba dee. Like, it was like one of those moments. Oh, I love that. What about for you? Well, I kind of cyber stalked a gal that worked for the record label that Rush had been on. Okay. And I hit her up about trying to get in on a meet and greet. Like, I found her cell phone number on the internet, you guys. Okay. And so I sent her a couple emails. I sent her a couple text messages. The day of the show, she hits me back and she's like, yes, I can get you on the on the meet and greet to meet Rush. And I had a complete freak out. Now, Neil Peart, he never did any of the meet and greets for like a long time. But I got to meet Getty and Alex, and there's a photo of me, and you can just see, like, there's tears in my eyes. I'm completely really? hysterical. It brought you the tears. Yes. Yes. And, but it was good. You know, I, I felt very happy about it, but I, 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 nearly, I nearly lost it. The other one, and I still kind of like, what was wrong with me kind of a thing. I remember meeting Dave Grohl the first time. And meeting Dave Grohl was freaking cool. I mean, Nirvana, his drumming, it inspired me so much. And I was so excited to meet him. I met him a couple of times. And he's always been nothing but great. But this one time, it was, he was doing an acoustic performance when I worked at the end. And afterwards, we got to talk to everyone in the band. And everybody in the Foo Fighters were great. And of course, I'm talking to Dave. And I'm just like stammering. And then finally, I just pull out my band CD. And go, here, you inspire me. And I'm like, I didn't even give him any kind of preface, like who this is. And he was just like, thanks. And I'm sure I went right in the garbage or it, I don't know what happened to it, but I was just that guy. What band were you in at the time? It was Peter Parker. Nice. At the time. Oh and I handed God. him one of our records and I was just so fired up to give it to him because I'm like, your, your, your drums. And, you know, I could have said it maybe a little bit more eloquently other than just here, you inspire me. Oh, oh Danny see found the one the, at the bottom? Danny found the pictures of you with the members of Rush. Yeah, so that's the one where I'm like, I'm losing it. As we walked away, I completely broke down and burst into tears. It was great. 206-803-ROCK. When were you starstruck, Rockaholics? We want to know what happened. We're going to take your calls after the White Stripes. The Daily Mix Show. 206-803-ROCK. When were you starstruck and what happened? We did get a text uh, that we are talking about the wrong thing. We thought we were talking about Bones the TV show. It's Bones the movie. Bones the movie. Thank you. Starring Pam Greer and Snoop Dogg. Now we know. Now we got to go watch that for homework this weekend. Seth in Puyallup, you met John Ryan. Yo, you guys, thank you so much for having me on the show. That's right. I got to meet my all-time favorite football player and hero, John Ryan, the last time Sarah performed at Comic Comedy Club. And he was one of he was a, he performed as well, didn't he? He was the host, and dude, he killed it. He killed it. He was so funny. So you know, proud of him. You know what I love about John Ryan is that it's not often that somebody would say a punter is their favorite football player, but he had such a great personality. He was so loved in this town, and he had so many dude, great moments. How often is it that a punter is the team captain? Right. Let's talk about that. Everyone loved him. And then you look back, like people would rock the number nine jersey in support of John Ryan. Like he was larger than life as Absolutely. a punter. And not many punters can do that. Yeah. That's he awesome. He really was. And he's my favorite. I got to meet him. I had it all planned out, you guys. I thought about nothing else for like, um, I don't know, a week. 
<laughs> and because they, they do the uh, pictures at the end where, you know, take a picture with the, com- the comedian. Sometimes and, the authorities uh, get called when someone plans that long to meet a celebrity, though. <laughs> you know, I, you're right. You're totally right. And he was great. Um, he was great to you? Instead of, instead of anything that I had planned out, um, I lost my ever-loving mind. I pulled out my phone and showed him my fantasy football team name. It's John Ryan's touchdown face. Oh. And did, did he like that? I pulled it out. I just thrust my phone like into his hands and was like, check it out. And he had no idea what he's looking at, of course. I can barely talk right. And his wife goes, oh, look at the team name. You know, Sarah, She and she made a joke. Gosh, I wish I could remember what joke Sarah made. It was so funny in the moment. And then they handed me my phone back. We took the picture and I left. That's awesome, man. Well, thanks a lot, Seth. Tim. John Ryan's a great guy. He is. And yeah. the fact that he's so funny and then he married a funny lady, they're like the funniest couple ever. Tim and Burian, you met the Smashing Pumpkins? Yes, I did. Hi, guys. I just wanted to say thanks for having me on the show. I uh, love you guys. Um, so 1995, they come out with Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, and they did like a small theater tour to start everything off, right? Anyway, what happened was they, they ran late, right? So two guys were throwing their backstage passes away, right? And I fish them out of the garbage, and me and my bandmate got backstage, got, you know, down into the, uh, the lower bar and hung out with the whole band, um, I asked questions to Billy Corgan about some of the songs. He gave me a pick. I drank champagne with Darcy Retsky and, and, uh, Jimmy Chamberlain and I were both, he was like a Navy brat and I was an army brat. And we talked about where we lived and everything. Oh my God. It was like, I kind of, you know, and I was like totally starstruck, you know, nervous as hell. Um, but, you know, Billy Corgan's been one of my heroes for a long time. I didn't whip out my CD because I <laughs> oh, didn't okay. bring one with me. <laughs> I, was, I was a little nervous what you were whipping out, and I'm glad it was, it was a CD. Tim, did they ever, like, question who you were or how you ended up there? Good question. No, you know, because we had, like, the, the official backstage pass. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, oh, this you know what, though? It's overwhelming, you know? It's, I don't know. It's <laughs> funny you bring up uh, the Smashing Pumpkins. because I was one in a band. I remember being very starstruck about meeting as well. And and to their credit, like, they were quirky dudes, but they, they were really cool to everybody that, that met them, and they made it a point to be engaging. And, and uh, James Eha is very funny. Like, he's very sarcastic, but he was a very funny dude. And Billy Corgan couldn't be nicer. That's delightful. Drama in Covington, you met Cindy Crawford. Good morning, my beautiful friends. How are you? Excellent. Yes, I, I did meet Cindy Crawford. Let me digress one moment. Just have to say this. Uh, I was listening earlier. Man, I, this is unpopular. I cannot stand Rush. I think they are horrible. Oh, Drama, you went from up, up high on Taryn's list, and now you're at rock bottom. Drama, you know what? <laughs> Rush is an acquired taste, and you should acquire some taste. You know what? Uh, I'll send you a picture of me in my 20s, and you'll forget all about it, Taryn. <laughs> okay, deal. So tell us about Cindy Crawford. What happened? So uh, I, was, uh, I was 18. I, I worked in the attendance office at school. My friends all come into the attendance office. They need early dismissal things, and, and they're all dressed up. I'm like, what's, what's going on here? And they're like, oh, dude, we're going to go meet Cindy Crawford. It's like, oh, I want to go. And I was like, they were like, no, I don't know. And I said, well, I can't sign your slips. No one's leaving unless I go. And they're like, okay, you can go. So I'm like, cool. This guy's uh, my friend. His mom was an exec or whatever. 
So Cindy was Copper was doing a uh, signing down in Nordstrom's, uh, down in Seattle, something, whatever. I was second in line. My turn to go meet her. They have her up on this uh, on these steps and behind a desk. And, of course, lo and behold, in front of God and everybody, I tripped going up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Did and, she kiss uh, your boo-boo? Because that would be the best if she kissed your boo-boo. No, Randy would have been mad. She would have had to leave him. It wouldn't have been good. Uh, but she did laugh, and then I, she signed a picture, and I was like, how about with all my love, Cindy? And she's like, how about with love? And I was like, all right, that'll work. <laughs> she's like, look, let's not get crazy, Mr. Klutzy over here. Eric and Kenmore met Richard Sherman. Awesome. Hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Yeah, so I was coming back from a Seahawks game uh, at CenturyLink Field, or Questio, whichever one you want to call it. Who knows at this time? But I uh, was going to have dinner over in Bellevue uh, with my family and my grandparents. Uh, ended up just chatting with a random person waiting in line to get into the restaurant. Turned out it was Richard Sherman's brother. And Richard Sherman walked into the um, uh, the restaurant and ended up just coming over and meeting our entire family just based on that quick interaction with his brother. And we ended up getting an up and, and it was really awesome. This was his rookie season. So pretty, That's pretty awesome. cool experience. Well, I remember that Richard's brother was always hanging around doing some stuff in the, in, in the Seattle area when his brother was playing. So that's not, that's not a big surprise that he, you ran into him somewhere. So I, the year that I met Richard Sherman, I think it might have been his brother that that introduced us to him, too. Like, maybe his brother's the ultimate hype man. Yeah, I never met him. He never met his brother or Richard Sherman? None of them. No. Oh, man. No, no one from the Sherman family. It was very sad. <laughs> He once promised us on Twitter that he was going to come on our show, and he never followed through. I was very disappointed on it. He became famous and successful, and then all of a sudden, he didn't have time for us little people. <laughs> I got fired up. Someone just texted this one, and I met uh, uh, Steve Largent. Uh, he was on stage signing some autographs 20 years ago. I tripped and fell up the two steps of the stairs, signed Costco Josh. And remember how excited we were on New Day Northwest, and you know we're waiting in like the little area right before we would go on, and you're watching on the screen. I like, coming up next, Steve Largent, and I looked at Taryn. I'm like, Steve Largent is here. He's here. I am getting a picture with Steve Largent. I was so excited. I mean, that that's why I became a Seahawks fan because we have the same first name. And I was so excited to tell him that story, <laughs> and I know he would roll his eyes. And I was like, maybe I'll be like Taryn, tape this because I know it's going to be awkward. <laughs> and then we find out he's on via Zoom, yeah, and I was like, ah, oh, that's no fun. <laughs> It was a little heartbreaking. It was. We're the high of highs. Like, we're meeting number 80. Oh, my God. This is going to be amazing. You should have crashed the Zoom. I know, right? <laughs> hey, I'm Steve. <laughs> Terry Holliman, like, get the F out of here. I'm talking to Steve. Rockaholics, how would you like to win tickets to see the Rolling Stones? They're going to be at Lumen Field on May 15th if you have ever had a ridiculous run-in with the law. For example, we talked to a rockaholic who got expelled from school and stole his grandma's car, and then another guy who got busted for speeding. So call in now for your chance to win those tickets. 206-803-ROCK. We're going to take your calls at 747. Yes, the Daily Mix Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.